Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. I'm Connor Reed with words to that effect. Stories of the fiction that shapes popular culture. And this is A Word to That Effect, part of a bonus series of mini-episodes in which I talk about a single everyday word or phrase with a distinctly literary origin. This week, it's a 2001 romantic comedy with Kate Beckinsale and John Cusack. Think about it, just say the first thing that pops into your head. You have beautiful eyes. Second thing that pops into your head. You have beautiful eyes. Come on now, stop. It's a baby clothes shop I passed the other day. It's a word often associated with unplanned but fortunate scientific discoveries. It's a song by the phenomenally successful Korean boy band BTS. Yes, I'm talking about serendipity, that word to describe when something happens by chance in a happy or beneficial way. The word is often associated with chance scientific discoveries. A scientist is trying to find a solution to one problem and accidentally stumbles upon something entirely different, but something which itself is a great discovery. Penicillin is probably the most famous example when the bacteriologist Alexander Fleming left a petri dish uncovered and returned later to find that a mould had grown on it, which had in fact killed lots of the bacteria. That mould was then isolated and became the life-saving antibiotic penicillin. Almost exactly a century earlier, in 1826, matches were another serendipitous discovery. When John Walker, a British pharmacist, was working on an experimental new paste to use in guns, he accidentally realised that when it was dry, it would spark and light when struck. The friction light, as it was called, was born, initially with a paste on the end of some cardboard and later on small pieces of wood, and Walker sold them from his pharmacy. Side note, and an event which was most certainly not serendipitous, these matches were not the type we know today. Walker didn't patent his invention, and so other companies started experimenting with the design, and white phosphorus was included in the mix. This is an incredibly toxic material and quickly caused a horrendous disfiguring disease in match factory workers where their teeth would rot, their lower jaws would become horribly infected and need to be surgically removed. Anyway, how did we get from K-pop and Hollywood films to the miserable conditions of 19th century factory workers? Serendipity, a word that was coined a century earlier again, in 1754. On the 28th of January, 1754, to be precise. And we can be that accurate because it appears in a letter sent by Horace Walpole, an English politician, antiquarian, and all-round man of letters. In literature, he is very much connected with one word in particular – Gothic, and his novel The Castle of Otranto is the Gothic novel. But I'm not going to say any more about that or about the fascinating character of Horace Walpole because it is in fact the topic of the next episode of this show. For now, I want to look at the word serendipity, one of many words in fact that Walpole coined, but the one which I think most would agree is his best. It's a great word. 
So where does it come from? Well, Walpole actually adapted the word from a story, The Three Princes of Serendip. So this is an old story about three princes who are able to work out the exact details of a missing camel, despite having never seen it, using Sherlock Holmes-like inferences. And the reference here to The Great Detective is relevant too, because the same story was later used by Voltaire in his work Zadig, And this, in turn, had an important influence on early detectives with almost superhuman analytical powers, like Edgar Allan Poe's C. Auguste Dupin, which, in turn, influenced Doyle. And would you believe I did a whole episode on this too? Have a listen to the Words Done It live show if you want to find out more about that whole area. In Walpole's case, he wrote to his friend about a fortuitous coincidence in which he found a connection between two paintings. The story itself, as Walpole admits in the letter, is not particularly interesting, but he uses it as an excuse to tell his correspondent all about his new word. This discovery indeed, he writes, is almost of that kind which I call serendipity, a very expressive word, which, as I have nothing better to tell you, I shall endeavour to explain to you. And he then goes on to talk about the three princes of serendip and his use of the word. I think Walpole will be quite pleased 268 years later to have a podcast episode devoted entirely to his very expressive word. And that's it. Back to regular episodes next week with plenty of Horace Walpole. There'll be more mini-episodes like this in the future, but most of them will be exclusively for supporters of the show. If you would like to be one of those, if you'd like to support the show, get access to bonus content and lots more, you can join Headstuff Plus and become a member. Just go to headstuffpodcasts.com. And before you go, I wanted to play you a quick trailer for a show you might like. You may remember a while back I did an episode about the pop cultural history of dinosaurs. Well, if my brief toe in the water wasn't enough for you and you feel like you could do with more dinosaurs in your life, then check out I Know Dino. We're Garrett and Sabrina from I Know Dino, the big dinosaur podcast. For over a hundred years, dinosaurs have captured the imagination of kids and adults. In the Wild West of America, paleontologists fought over dinosaur discoveries in the Bone Wars. In Victorian times, authors wrote stories about dinosaurs on Venus, Mars, and in lost worlds. Today, a new dinosaur is discovered almost every week. And we cover every one of them on our show, I Know Dino. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and at iknowdino.com. I-K-N-O-W-D-I-N-O dot com. That's it. Thanks as always for listening and I'll see you next time. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.